0: Episode 119, Glenn Bridges. Welcome, the Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless. Tracking down the finest alpha minds on the planet for you every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Worlds they live by. For example, put the cookie down. Origins, biggest failures, fears, awakening moments, Yoda questions, yin-yang, the alpha round, and their wake-up question to finish to get all the updates and exclusive insider tips and resources of what's coming up and really be in touch with this show and make sure you don't miss a trick, head over to ayalpha.com. That's ayalpha.com, as in awaken your alpha and I'll give you all the resources through there. Sign up, sign up to me, and currently we're giving away my number one best-selling book, The New Rules of Success, completely free. So jump straight over to there. I look forward to sharing this journey with you. Get to the podcast.
1: Do the little guy a favor. Subscribe and review. It'll help get him off my back. <laughs> I just love it. Like, we used to have these fam... Whenever we get a family my house, we're just like, shut up, shut up, shut up. off. Who is your daddy? I'm
0: what?
1: Oh, I'm the new school. My mom says my dad's a real sex machine. <laughs> oh, I want that to be the I, I man that's the opening start
0: of this podcast. <laughs> right, good morning, everyone. We have a long-awaited interview today. We have Glenn Bridges on the line. He's been avoiding me for ages. He can't avoid it no longer. He uses webinars in a really effective way. He's all about freedom business. Um, I've known him for about a year now, and uh, we cross paths on a Kevin Nations type training, um, and he's, he's just gone on to bigger and better things, and I've been trying to get him on for ages. He wasn't ready. He came back to me. He's always <laughs> been ready, but he's definitely ready now. Glenn Bridges, are you ready to awaken your
1: alpha? I don't know. I need to think about it. <laughs> Come back in another year. Uh, seduction, obviously, and desire is is a very important thing in marketing. And obviously, like I wanted to, you know, play the long game with you and you know, <laughs> along, and then eventually, when I was ready, there we go. I just told you. I I don't know. I just thought you you know. I just didn't think you liked me. You just like. Oh I, was, mate. I wasn't going how, to ask anymore. Was, how how could I not love this? How could I not love this? <laughs> you
0: know. So I mean, is there anything you'd like to add to your bio? There, I mean, it's very brief, but we're all about. Results and I know you've run a very streamlined ship and yeah, so tell us what you're all about
1: Yeah, so um, In essence what I help entrepreneurs to do or what my kind of real kind of core purpose is Or as I know it right now is really helping uh, entrepreneurs to particularly fitness entrepreneurs or, or marketing uh, entrepreneurs that are into marketing as well um, business consultant type people to create their ideal kind of freedom business and what that means is creating a business which funds your ideal lifestyle and things that you want to do um, more than being a slave to your business. And I know there are many entrepreneurs that kind of find themselves in a situation where either they are kind of caught in a struggle where they have to do those number of hours, they have to work to that business, and they can't kind of you know get themselves out of it to do what they really want to do, or they just work in their business because there's nothing else better to do. And some people just love the struggle. Some people just love to get vibed in. I'm really about creating a business which allows me to serve my clients A, in a really powerful way. Um, B, allows me then to you know pursue other interests and other things that are as important to me and really just create a business which is set up optimally uh, for what I want to do. So um, looking forward to, it's been a while since we spoke, so I'm looking forward to diving in a little bit more into some of the things that um, I've learned along my journey to, to share with some people as well, some practical things perhaps they can do and think about to you know, take take control of your business and let it be a, you know, a master rather than, if you take master rather than being a slave to it. You know, I, my, you know, those sort of quotes that in, in life that are just like define you. Yeah, I was going to say, with your alpha quote. Oh, your here we go, here we go. Right at the so, start. I'm really nervous about saying this because I'm just trying to remember who <laughs> who is it the guy that said it, but I remember um, uh, I must be slave to another man. I must be, I must create the master of my own system or slave to another man's. Right but I remember hearing that, and I was like, "Wow, like that is that is pretty profound. I was working uh, for a local council at the time, believe it or not, like hard to believe, and I'd been given this job because I'd done very, very well in a in a previous business, and the local council said, Come and take this, and we'll give you lots of money, and we'll give you uh, lots of freedom and lots of responsibility, which are two paradoxical things yeah. uh, you know, and um, I remember absolutely hating it, and I was reading that quote, and for a second in my miserable day, that gave me some solace. And so, yeah, that, that's been everything that drives me uh, as an entrepreneur, which is the, the core value of freedom, which I think uh, you're, ever, you're ever an entrepreneur driven by certainty or you're driven by freedom, freedom of expression, freedom of creativity, freedom of time, or, you know, whatever your particular value of freedom you have. Well, that's a good, strong start to this show. I mean,
0: <laughs> I, I preferred my, uh, my sort of, Intimate start where you gave me a little song on the guitar, which uh, oh, no. I was actually recording, so I might have to cut that in. <laughs> oh no. oh no. I'll prepare no. some benefit. I'll prepare next time. <laughs> so, um, can we just get a, a brief, you know, overview of your origins? How did you get? You mentioned there about working at the council and the, yeah. being traumatised, and then <laughs> all the way to like, you know, it's it's quite a specific thing, and it's a real lifestyle business you do now. But like, where are
1: you originally from, and what did you want to be growing up? oh man this is such a good origin story isn't it yeah so your purpose is something you read you know it doesn't necessarily change but you refine it you refine it you refine it away and you're constantly kind of over time and experience and kind of epiphany refining away I grew up wanting to um, race Ferraris and because Michael Schumacher was my hero I never really liked Ferraris but Michael Schumacher was my hero at the time and I wanted to design stuff so I used to Um, this is going to sound really weird and and bizarre, but my mum used to buy me these big A3 pieces of paper and I would draw designs for submarines, tanks, planes, cars. And what was bizarre about it was the level of detail went into. So I used to, um, draw in, for instance, on the submarines, I would draw in like the electrical system. And I remember one time I was drawing in this little pipe. And my mum says, what's that for? And so I said, oh, that's the waste outflow. And she's like, what? She's like, well, that's <laughs> where the toilet goes and that's where the outflow goes. <laughs> and, and I just had that very logical, you know, this was like, I was trying to remember how I would have been like six or seven years old. And I was thinking like that very logical, very kind of systems. Quality. Okay, you mentioned Schumacher in there. Yeah. Apart from Schumacher,
0: who helped awaken your alpha in more recent times potentially? Who helped give you- yeah
1: the belief that you could do things and to step away from your council jobs? This is a great question. And this is something that I've deliberately tried to make more of a practice of in my life is to think about who have been the people. um, Because you can't always see looking forward or looking around you, who is it that's of most influence to you? You you can't necessarily see the the impact that they've had um, because you haven't experienced that impact yet. And so one conversation now can be impactful and fun and, you know, be an epiphany, but it's not till years later that the realization that one degree shift has been happened. So there has been, I can think of several teachers that, you know, I was growing up at school where I could have gone either way. I think recently, um, I mean, you know, the, the two probably most influential characters in my life that have shifted them most profoundly have been my rich dad. And uh your guy that you know, Lazo Freeman. Like right? those guys are immense, immense love and respect. Yeah, cause uh, in
0: the in the last year, you underwent, you know, talking about becoming the alpha and different things. You really put yeah. a, sort of a bit of a. I literally, you went, you <laughs> up, I literally went. Up up side. Yeah. Right, I literally went the side. I should the interview. you was like, no, and you went and saw Lazo because we had yeah. Lazo on the show as well. And I, then, I, trained, I trained with him after.
1: You come yeah, back and, and back you just beast it. it. So now you're back with the in good shape, and that was uh, <laughs> I have to thank you, because that session was a bit dull if you hadn't, he hadn't had that conversation with you. you know? <laughs> um, so, yeah, so, we, like, so even a year ago, is that
0: we're talking about trying to get that balance in life. Is that one area you felt like you'd let slide whilst you were really developing your business?
1: Yeah, yeah, so totally. So what happened was, 2008 and 2010, I'd been super well you know, optimized in this area of my business, and I was really trying to drive things up, make more money, do all the things that you know you you want to do it and need to do as an entrepreneur. And I was just above surviving. Like I was just, you know, I was doing enough that I could afford a little few comfort. And what happened was compound that over several years of you know, constant coffee drinking, uh, you know, living on carbs, energy drinks, yeah. poor sleep routine, uh, not working out, um, or a real kind of pussy workout when I did workout. Um what happened was basically I just found, I just, you know, all of my business, I looked at my business and my business really, really succeeded, but it had come at the cost of um, A, my health. And you fir- I first noticed it where I was picking clothes that were unflattering because I wanted to hide certain, you know, shapes on my body. Um, second of all, my girlfriend, I got to this one particular point uh, where my, you know, it all came together as these things typically do. You know, people talk about like money compounds but you know, a problems compound as well. And you can get yourself into a real shitstorm if you don't deal with these little things or these big things. So I was like overweight and um, I wasn't saying I was over, I was I was I wasn't necessarily overweight, but I was like a a chubby, uh chubby slim, you know that type. You could get that right, because you, you do fitness, so you know that. Um, and not only that, but I was my girlfriend was about to leave me A, because Mainly I was a workaholic, but also I look back and I didn't present myself well. I was yeah. sloppy with things. I didn't look great. And I think all these things kind of compound. And I reached a point where I just remember um, being at a friend's house one day and I looked in the mirror and I was just like, what the? F-? Like, I just, I just, I was so disgusted with what I saw physically. And most people would have said, you know, because most ideas is, you know, of an average or a mediocre, yeah. they, they would look at, they would look at it and say, you know, Glenn, Glenn's not in bad shape. He's okay. Whatever. But the, the truth about it was I was disgusting. And um you know, I suppose this is what I,
0: I find as well. It's it's almost irrelevant what other people, people think. If you're not happy with your own level and you you set yourself to certain standards, because, yeah. well, the same thing. I've never been what like you'd by an average person out of shape, but obviously yeah. the the whole effect it has on your psychology, your confidence, if you don't feel you're in even average shape for yourself,
1: it's just you know it's it snowballs it, 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 it's out of shape by who's standard right you know yeah. so if he's out of shape by you know a competitive bodybuilder, then you know you, <laughs> we can argue what that is right if it's out yeah. of shape to the average Briton who's like, oh you know a beast you know it's it's one thing so yeah. uh, the thing that I looked for and the thing that um I strive for now is discongruence. so I really look to be you know totally congruent in all the areas I can do so for instance, I was preaching you know being like you know really optimizing your business and being great in business, yet. I was like, not being, you know, I wasn't taking care of my fitness. And anyone that has any, had the good fortune to understand or, you know, make the link between these two things will understand if you get, if you improve your fitness, you'll improve your business at the same time. If you improve your fitness, you can improve your relationships uh, with the ladies and and others. Um, You know, and it'll improve your mindset, which will feed your business. And all these things kind of come together. And so what I was most disgusted about was here I was like preaching you know, be more successful, go and do things, run a great business. And yeah, I really wasn't living up into that area. And what that forced me to do that, that pursuit into fitness, that journey into fitness, was to really then look at all the others, which I was incongruent. So following the fitness, the, the real thing that, you know, I looked almost like with a magnifying glass was relationships, and that forced me on a completely different path. And so, like I say, now, you know, it's constant, it's this constant thing of how am I being congruent in all of these areas. And Daily and a weekly on a monthly basis. I just looked really ask that question: like, where am I being incongruent with what I'm saying or what I'm doing? And you know, you can take it as deep as you want to go. My my definition of an alpha is not someone who is you know super high performer in one area, but has got a terrible relationship, is a serial adulterer, he's overweight, and you know, is got. Self-esteem issues. That's not an alpha for me. An alphas. No, that means they're just
0: excelling, like you say, just excelling one area. So in that one area, they are the man. But it's yeah. Getting
1: that. But but not. But you have to ask yourself why why they're the, the man. And sometimes they're the man because they they're driven by a, 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 an inspiration or they're naturally gifted or they just own that space. And a lot of times, so if it's just feel that's the only place they feel powerful. And if they the the way they the why the reason they optimize in that particular area is because over here they feel um, worthless or they feel they, they have a limited self-belief, right? Yeah. So actually their success isn't driven by a huge desire, a huge inspiration. It's driven by um, it's, dry, it's driven by fear, some type of fear. Now, I just don't think you can be an alpha and not be attacking your fears at the same time. Like there's, there's, there's the means that there's two separate things. It's like yeah. you're either alpha, you're defining your fears, you're attacking them, you're going head on to achieve them. Or you're not facing your fears and you're not an alpha and so that was my real theme of last year was having total congruence and you know i intend to pursue that this year and onwards perfect so we
0: mentioned about webinars and we we, we said we're not going to have a, a whole episode about webinars we've, we've uh-huh. had that before we had a great one from russell roughly yeah, russell's awesome, Russ is awesome. Yeah, webinars. Exactly. But i know that you use one of your key things when, when a client comes to you one of the key tools you use is webinars like mm. when people come to you what what are some of the key mistakes they, they're having in their business and how do you
1: put them right? So there's there's three things I look at. Um and it's it's you know generic for any business. Like the first area I look at is is the model. So what is it they are using to um you know with with their business? What what it is and I look at the model from two two perspectives. I mean there's lots of filters I have when looking at their model, but the first one I look at is um congruence. So for instance, if you've got someone who is saying, for instance, with fitness entrepreneurs, it's very typical to say, you know, they're all about health, Live in health, you know, they their routines, their mindsets, they know these little supplements, they read books on health, they're obsessed with health, right? But then they run a business, which causes them to burn out. Mm. So that's totally incongruent. And yet, and then what happens is when clients come to, them, let's say you take a busy executive or an entrepreneur, they they work them hard in the gym, and then that entrepreneur is burning up in their business. And rather than saying, hey, you need to short your business shit out so you can really be healthy. Yeah. They don't because they're not dealing with that shit themselves and they feel under pressure to do that, right? So the first thing I look for is congruence. So if you've got someone, for instance, who's preaching health but is burning out, it's like how do we realign the model so it can be less overwhelming, less stressful, more profitable and look to you know get rid of the stuff which is... Um, which is not serving them, is causing them over and causing overstress. And what is you know, the, the, the core of the profit centers that they've got to work with individually in the business that we can just maximize in and focus on and, and just build, right? Yeah. So work to their strengths rather than trying to increase their weaknesses. I also look at the model in terms of what is their emotional needs they're getting filled. So there's a really great talk by Tony Robbins uh, on TED. You can find it's called, you know, why we do what we do or something to those lines, um, which is a talk about the six human needs and basically if you if you've not come across it, it's significance, certainty, uncertainty uh and connection and there's two other needs which are the needs of the spirit versus the the person, and those are a contribution and growth and so I look to see what, what are the what you know what is that something that is the values in that person's business which are getting met by their current model mm-hmm. and what they're not getting met, and where are they Uh, those needs will always get met. So where are they being met in an unhealthy way and where are they being met in a healthy way? So if you've got someone, for instance, like most fitness people, they will be like a high need for connection uh, and a high need for um, certainty. And so they've got, they want a routine, they want to follow and they want to, you know, help people. And that's those two big things. You might also find significance is a big thing, right? So how do we align that model so you can make that work? So for instance, creating an information product business is never going to fill feel, feel someone's need for connection. You're, you're, yeah. Unless you're, I mean, it's, it's unfair to say never, but unlikely if you're watching, you know, pay your PayPaling your account growing and you're watching, you know, people log into a membership site and leave comments, to your Facebook group. That's normally not enough connection for most people to go. I'm making it right. But if you've got high connection and you're running events, if you're running webinars, if you're, um, doing online trainings with people where you can get them around like come kind of like up this this situation, get them on the phone that is a way to get that need for connection so i 'm interested in how do you line that up how do you line that with their lifestyle aspirations their emotional kind of core values because ultimately if you don 't align it with that, that person 's never going to succeed and I think one of the reasons why you see this whole kind of issue in the coaching and consulting industry with people that don 't get results is because fundamentally they 're trying to align with a model that they on a value basis, are not lined up to, and they you know, you can't. Yeah. If you've got a high need for connection, there is not a chance in hell you are going to stay focused, succeed in the long run if you want to become like an affiliate marketer, right? Yeah. It's not going to happen. No, no chance in hell It's going to happen. So you're setting yourself up to fail right there. So I look at the model, then we of course look at the mindset because people have issues about change and transition and their own growth, uh, and that has a whole bag of worms in itself. And then finally. Um, Along all of this is the marketing, and so setting up, uh, you know, the right funnel and the positioning and the offer, and, and having a great deal of empathy for your your prospects. And so the marketing is almost kind of normally the most uh, simple, strategic, tactical bit because it's more, and more like a calculation or a formula with some creativity and some empathy. You know, it's more about the challenges that most people have is they can know exactly what to do, but they don't do it because either a mindset issue, or if they do it and they don't succeed, it's more of like a values uh, basis. Yeah. So okay, that's what cool.
0: we do. <laughs> well, we're going to jump into the alpha round now. So yeah. look some tools, tips, and well, you gave us a lot of advice there, but some resources. Sure. So let's start that off with a book
1: recommendation or two. Anything yeah. I wish I had like my own book and I could go, let's discover your alpha by Glenn Bridges and set the new steps. <laughs> um, I wish I had that I um, yeah. So the probably the book that strings out most to me was um, a book by Wayne Dyer called your erroneous zones. Not to be confused with your erogenous zones, which I'm sure will make a great book. What is it called? Your what? Your your erroneous zones. Erroneous zones. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Your, your erogenous zones. Those are that's another book. In- and yeah. Don't try to say that after a few drinks, blimey. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And slurring. <laughs> why it's why it's a great book is the premise of it is developing self-reliance, um, and self-reliance not in the terms of go live in a shack or in a wood and you know live by yourself forever. What it's really about is like developing, you know, cultivating self-reliance. So really, you know, you deciding how you feel, you deciding your thoughts on things, not needing people's appreciation uh, or recognition for things, um, wanting it by all means, but not feeling a need to do that. And that was probably one of the most uh, empowering books I could read. Not one that's often mentioned. Uh, I'll, give you, I'll give you a bonus one uh, that probably every alpha has read or should read. But Where's Period Man by David Dider? Uh, that's just a great book in understanding a little bit more about why you're different to women and, and why men need different things and uh, relating to women and sex and work. It's, it's pretty, it's a little zen. So you have to be prepared to kind of, you know, do your own little search. And if you're looking for quick fixes, it's not going to do it um, or anything practical. But two great books. So if I had to pre practice one, I'd say anything by Wayne Dye is awesome. Uh, your Erroneous Stones is great, but David Dyer's stuff, you can't go wrong either. Perfect. Have you
0: got any particular resources you'd like to, or you could share with us Like real practical resources that people can use to either improve their life or even set up maybe a webinar, a funnel, anything that you would recommend. I mean, a lot of the it seems to us a lot of the obvious ones are out there,
1: but yeah. So I'm um, there is a lot of things I could do on a on a business perspective, but I think um, what the more I'm learning, Adam, is that um, like business is like pretty much like Tony Robbins has a great quote, um, which is that, you know, 80% is psychology, 20% is tactics, right? Yeah. And I could give you some really, my my whole, my reluctance today is to share less and less business strategies with people because the reality is, is like most people just mentally masturbate. I'll, I'll use that. That's exciting. That's fun. Uh, And do cool with it. And the reason is because of obviously what's going on in here, what's going on here. So there's a bunch of books and strategies and and, and even self-promoting stuff of mine that I could, I could give, but I'm going to reserve from doing that. And I'm going to give you one of the things that has been the most um, rewarding and probably the most beneficial practices I have, um, I've had for years now. Um, And it's, meditation no it's not no, uh just, no, just I couldn't I couldn't couldn't everyone says that so i just oh got you there no um the most re- beneficial thing i've done is journaling so i have let me keep so I, I have a i'm a bit like bruce wayne everything has to come in black so i have this black moleskin yeah. which i keep and this uh is probably the most reliable uh most beneficial self-development tweak we can ever again so what I have is this I have this and during the day if I have a random thoughts observation it goes in here and I have lots of them so I put them in here so conversations ideas uh, emotional observations pattern recognition so I'm big on pattern recognition so for instance like um you know if I if I you know intake a lot of water and you know what that's doing or you know if I noticed I'm particularly getting distressed at this particular thing or I've been feeling a certain way all these sort of things, I'll look for patterns. So what I do is that I do on a daily basis. Most evenings, or this gets used at least once a day, but most evenings I'll put something in. I don't have a really ridiculous you know, regime about um, 8 o'clock. I must schedule, but I do that. Then yeah. every week, every Sunday, in the uh, Sunday a.m., normally out, out somewhere over a coffee, I then consolidate that week's worth of journaling into uh, like one or two pages. So yep. I can break my week down into one or two things. Um, then what I do is once a month, I consolidate those one to two pages into a one month post. And so I've got like bullet point notes. So what you can do is you could say, for instance, Glenn, 2010, quarter one, uh, month <laughs> February, you can see what I was going through, right? You can yeah. see like, what was I learning? What was I struggling with? What were some things that went well? And what are some of the opportunities that are left over? And you can start to then start to pick up more and more kind of patterns you can recognize about yourself and what you do. And that can lead to great awareness. So my, I think the most kind of uh, undervalued or unappreciated things you can do is develop a a great self-awareness. Because if you know how you operate, how you think, how you work, you can then create plans which take that, take those things into consideration and, you know, help you to, you know, utilize what works for you and, you know put into the plan things that don't work. So for instance, when I did, you know, I'm now with, I finished my training uh, cycle with Lazo and I'm working Mm -hmm. with with Simon. Uh, There are certain things that um, I will do that uh, I know he wouldn't recommend, but because I know I'll adhere to them, I'll stick to them. I will do regardless of what he says because Mm -hmm. I've developed years of of awareness and he'll suggest things to me and I'll just tell him right straight up, that isn't going to work. And it's not because I'm lazy or undisciplined. I'm just like that. I know me. I know this for years. This isn't going to work. So we need to make something that's going to work. Uh, then rather than beating myself and judging myself that I didn't get it done, I know how to work. So if you if you're completely don't like paper, one of the best things you can do is on the old iPhone is get um, a little app called WinStreak, which WinStreak was that? WinStreak, yes, yeah, by Strategic so Coach. Them? I actually use both. So if I'm in bed, I don't and I, the lights are out. I don't want to get this out. Um, I just use my phone and it's a great little app. Very simple. But what you can just do is you can put in. Like what, what are the wins of today? It's Mm -hmm. the only thing I would recommend say about it is it's very one-sided. So in my journaling, I look to, you know, kind of balance it out. Yin yang, baby. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So it's always like, what's going well? Rather, I prefer this, which is like, what's going well? What's the struggle? So you keep it. Definitely. Completely agree. So those are my two, two most useful tools. Hey, mate,
0: I'm gonna to jump on that opportunity. This is the yin yang round.
1: The yin yang <laughs> okay. round, I like it. I feel like you need music for each section. It's like, da da I, I feel that like near the start. I was, and I was even gonna have just Arnold
0: Schwarzenegger's voice just coming in with like, yin yang round, but. That'd be good, that'd like, be good, man. That'd the amount good. of shows I'm popping out, I just, I, I need to cut down, my I need to streamline this. Yeah, yeah, completely. Cool. Okay, night or day?
1: Oh man, um, night. Tea or coffee? Um, depends on the mood. Like normally, normally coffee, but tea more often. Okay, so was that a tea? That's a coffee. <laughs> that a coffee? <laughs> okay. Dinner out or
0: dinner in? Dinner out. Yeah, for sure. Snow ski or water ski? Water ski. Yeah. Australia or America? America. Uh,
1: Paris or London? Oh, oh, oh. London. No, no. Okay. But you nearly had me with Paris then You nearly had me with that Because I <laughs> really developed a fondness uh, yeah, we, For Paris It but... could have gone away It could have been a bromance it, it, Yeah another, another time Another time Okay I'm just warming you up For for the question
0: Schwarzenegger or Stallone
1: Oh no f- question Schwarzenegger <laughs> <What's> that? <laughs> That's alright What <laughs> question is that I mean like it, To me it's no great. question But you know I just, It takes all sorts I know. mean You know exactly Who's who, a who, guitar is, player to start I don't know Rambo is awesome, but it's just like you can't compete with uh, this. You can't compete with the Terminator. You, no, can't, you can't. You can't compete with um, the Kindergarten Cop. That <laughs> seriously, that's a great film. I could watch that. I, I hate think. them. They're horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I just love it. Like we used to have these fam. Whenever we get a family route at my house, we're just be like, shut up, shut, you up, you up, you shut up, up, shut up, who is your daddy and what oh, does have you have to do, to do. <laughs> My mum says, my dad's a real sex machine. <laughs> I want that to be, I, I demand that's the opening start of this podcast.
0: <laughs> right, okay, so we're in the yin yang round. Okay, we're going to move on then, onto the complete blank around. So just finish my sentence, fill in the yeah. blank, and we'll find out some more about you. Your best friend would describe you as? Oh man, that's a hard question. Come on, today. Relent- relentless. Relentless, that's good. That's a good book as well. That's... <laughs> I, uh, I wouldn't know. He's written by Jordan's Michael Jordan's personal trainer. Oh, is it? Trainers.
1: Nice, nice. That would be a good book. Honestly. Yeah,
0: beast. Nice. I got it for my birthday. I haven't read all of it. I'm reading bits. Nice. nice. Okay. Your favourite
1: movie of all time is? Oh, there's so many. Um, probably Batman Begins. Ah. Yeah, I saw that the
0: other day and it's, it's just it does make me laugh when he puts on his Batman voice <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's so good it's so good man it, it is awesome it's awesome um, the last time you were drunk was oh mate been a while since that I was gonna Say um, your body's a temple now so um new
1: year's eve 2013 2013 yeah, yeah 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 And i i was i didn't think i was that drunk but my girlfriend at times says i really was but i think i was just tipsy but i think I was, <laughs> <laughs> there's one of the times where you go i'm not that drunk everyone's like yeah. i think i was yeah i think i was <laughs> i think that's exactly what happened <laughs> oh, i got me my girl i got me my girlfriend so it worked though so you know that's what oh, perfect perfect good okay. dutch courage
0: <laughs> so, where are you? Uh, where are you calling us from today? Because I know you've been popping down to London for your training things. But where are you? Yeah, I live I, I live in Chester. I live in good old
1: Cheshire. So that's okay, uh, okay Chester. So if I was ever to visit Chester, I yeah. should. That's a good one. Uh, you should go in a flotation tank in Chester. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> what well, they've got to offer, random. Yeah, yeah you know they've got some really amazing things it's great i mean there's great some amazing coffee shops uh i feel like coffee shops are great places but a flotation tank because like, i take you to amazing coffee shops and you might be like "Where's well, this is a coffee shop i would be like excited for you because it's a coffee <laughs> shop but uh flotation tank is because that's that's something that's completely uh out your, your kind of usual sphere of life i don't know you might be on flotation tanks every day you might be like a you might be might be a bit of a floater you yeah. know, I never know. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear right
0: um your favourite place you've ever visited is New York.
1: Ah, yeah, New York. I can, I can see you there. I can. I, can, I think you. Fit. I, I like. I like the. I like the feel of a community. It feels like it's a very small island, and it feels small. And people have got a strong sense of identity, and they love. They're very connected to who they, they are, and uh, that that's uh, in a big city like that. That's really, really. To know it was it was just kind of inspiring, I guess. Who do you think I should interview next or very soon for this show?
0: Yeah, great a couple of recommendations.
1: I would have the first one I'd have screamed out would have been Lazo, but you've already got him yeah. him on board. He he's obviously an amazing guy, and anyone that's not listened to this, you know listen to Lazo podcast episode nineteen, I think. Oh, got it's a great well, one. Well,
0: I will give you another little teaser trailer. That was the transition of Sir so David Attenborough used to introduce my episodes, and then oh, I remember that. that yeah. freeway between David Attenborough, me, and Arnold Schwarzenegger,
1: and you don't get that every day. So. That was that was quite amazing. That was quite amazing. The two people I would recommend you—can I give two? Yeah, yeah, at least. Okay, two. Um, the two people I recommend next. First of all, is a guy um, called Travis Sago, uh, mm. who is an amazing marketer, very wise guy. Um, he's um, you know going for his own you know hero's journey at the moment with his his fitness uh, as a forty-something. So he's got whole influence story to tell. He's he's amazing. He's a really really great guy. Second guy I would have is uh, Sean Phillips, whose brother was uh, Bill Phillips. Sean is incredibly wise. Obviously, he had an incredible career as a bodybuilder, now has a very successful um, supplement company called Full Strength. Um, he's just got an amazing, amazing deal of empathy and wisdom to share and is just a, just a fascinating guy. If you like mentally stimulating talks, this guy's amazing. Yeah. Uh, and the third person I would have on for his uh, experience. Uh, his love, his just good characters, good sense of humor, uh, and his wisdom to share again is uh Dr. Voice. So yeah, those are all three great guys who can talk about charisma, bodybuilding, and you know, success in business. They're all you know great guys. Perfect. Good recommendation. What is the best way people can connect with you if they want to find out more? Yeah, perfect. So the the, the best way you can get hold of me is if to two two things you can do. So the if you want to find out more about building uh, a freedom business uh, that supports your ideal lifestyle and talks about some of the things that we've touched upon today uh, as well as along as some of the, the randomness and silliness, which I absolutely love. This is why your your podcast is so entertaining to listen to um, is if you go to www. Www. Uh, com forward slash Adam, you'll be directed to a webinar which you can check out, which goes into detail on some of my kind of philosophies as well as some core strategies you can use to, start to free up some more time, increase your enjoyment and, you know, decrease the stress in your business and ultimately make more money doing what you, uh, you're good at or even great at, I should say. Um, so that's, that, that's it. If you want to find out more about, you know, personally, but if you want to connect with me more, um, then I always recommend what you do is you just go to, uh, facebook.com forward slash bridges on business. Um, and just connect with me over there. I'm, you know, I'm uh, I'm always very accessible over there and kind of share my my views on things and quality all right and um, and this is our wake-up question to finish
0: mm. if you used to wake up tomorrow but you still knew everything we have just talked about today but you had nothing you literally had you had minimal finances you had very little contacts apart from your close family um, what would you do in that first day and that first week to get back on it
1: God, that is such a good and a hard question. What I want to end on, man, that is as epic. I think um, I would just set up a webinar um, and I would start um, give, bringing people on to that had audiences that wanted that information. I would just give that away for them for free um and i would start building um relationships up with my audience that way through other people's audiences and just started start building up my own audience whether that was facebook is a great way yeah. um and just building real world relationships like that so join venture with webinar that's that's that'll be my ticket out.
0: thank you so much for coming on today it's been an absolute pleasure and it's good to catch up it was briefly,
1: but we have been going up. Oh man, I know. The, 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 the point for me is like, you know, I'm, I'm just worried that every other interview I do is never going to be as fun as this. So. Check out this fantastic podcast. Do the little guy a favor,
0: subscribe and review. It'll help get him off my bag. Brand new for 2015. To get all the updates and exclusive insider tips and resources of what's coming up and really be in touch with this show, and make sure you don't miss a trick. Head over to ayalpha.com. That's ayalpha.com. And I'll give you all the resources through there. Sign up, sign up to me, and currently we're giving away my number one best-selling book, The New Rules of Success, completely free. So jump straight over to there. I look forward to sharing this journey with you.
1: The Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless.